Hey, PBTC Fit Fan, thank you for tuning in for another podcast episode. And today we are talking about getting the best gains out of our workouts and really what that entails. So a lot of people are wondering, do I need to go as hard as I can at the highest intensity to see the best gains possible? And uh, what we try to get everybody to understand is that, especially if you're just starting out, the one thing we want to focus on is consistency over everything. Like literally, if you're not coming to the gym consistently, I don't care if you kill it for three hours, the one day or two days you come to the gym, you're not going to see any gains. All you're going to do is be sore. You're going to be pissed because you're sore. And then that therefore is going to lead you to less motivation and not wanting to go to the gym as much. So really it starts out as consistency and gradually building up to a point. But let's just answer some basic questions that people might have and navigate through that and just get everybody to understand why we don't need a crazy high intense exercise every time we go to the gym and that we actually do still want to do high intense exercises, but we have to work up to that point. And that's, that's what it's about. So, uh, what, what are some, uh, Questions we've been hearing this week, Roy. All right. Question number one. Do you need high intensity plus resistance to make muscle size and strength gains? All right. So that is a great question. I just kind of briefly answered that. But you don't necessarily need high intensity every single day to see muscle gains. Because, you know, when you first start out, you're doing, you know, you're, you're a beginner. So literally, if you just did bodyweight workouts, you would see gains. And even in the first month, even in the first two months, you're still going to see some gains from just bodyweight workouts. Not saying that we're just going to make you do bodyweight workouts when you come to the gym, but bodyweight is a form of resistance. And that is where we like to start a lot of people because you have to get basic movements down. You have to get used to your body and your brain has to get used to like, whoa, what the hell am I doing? Especially if you're new to the gym, right? But to answer the question, once we get to a certain level, we're going to have to incorporate resistance training. And when we do, we do need sometimes throughout the week to be high intensity. You know, at least half our training sessions need to be high intensity. So, and, and like I said, when you start out, high intensity could be just, oh, I killed it and I didn't, I, oh, I only took 30 second breaks or 40 second breaks at a time in between each workout. And I lifted to my most resistance I possibly could while still being able to do the amount of reps that that was was called for. So if I did 15 reps, I was able to do the 15 reps and not die out. That could be considered quote unquote high intensity. High intensity doesn't mean high weight. High intensity means as hard as it can for your body. Does it get your blood pumping? Does it get your heart racing? Do you actually have to take a break afterwards to, to slow your heart rate down? Do you actually have to... When you're lifting, do you actually have to focus on your breathing because it's actually getting hard and you got to, you know, focus on your breathing to keep catching your breath throughout the workout. Like these are the little things that show that you're doing a high intensity workout. So I just want to be clear on what we mean about high intensity because I know some people don't necessarily understand what you mean. But to gain muscle size and strength, we have to progressively overload our resistance, meaning that when we get to the bench press and we're using the 45 pound bar. It's a great example because everybody likes to bench press. So if we're using the 45-pound bar and we do 15 reps and we can, you know, it's kicking our ass for the first couple weeks. 
by the third week, 40, you might be able to get maybe an extra five out of that. If you can get an extra five out of that, maybe we can go up a total of five pounds. Maybe we can go to 50 pounds for your bench press or maybe even 55 pounds for your bench press and do that for 15 reps. This is called progressive overloading, which means that every time we come back to that exercise, we're going to try to get a little bit more resistance. We're going to try to do a little bit more resistance for the same amount of reps. Now, yeah, of course, um, this is where a good trainer comes in. After a few weeks, maybe in a month, depending on how well you're doing with your training, how consistent you are, of course, we'll probably lower the reps, increase the weight a little bit more. So there's going to be different types of stimulus going on instead of just overloading with weight. It's going to be, oh, now we're doing less reps. Now we're doing different movements. We're not just doing one you know, movement. Maybe we're doing a single arm press. Maybe we're doing dumbbells. You know, We switch everything up. So we want you to be able to get different stimulus to your muscle. So different stimulus and progressive overloading your weights and being in a progressive overloading program, you know, designed for that by your trainer, that is where you will see the most muscle gain and strength. Now, did I say you need to be at your highest intensity six days a week while you're hitting those weights? No, I did not. I said half of our training sessions. Half of them are usually high intensity kick your butt sessions. So that's it. Now let's move a little bit further. As we're increasing the strength, a lot of people are going to ask, well, how many times should I lift weights per week? Well, we've answered this question a lot, but just to give everybody an idea, if you want to see some kind of progress in your routine, it's going to be be at least three times a week. You're going to have to lift the weights three times a week. Once again, it's at your highest intensity. This doesn't mean my females that are listening to this podcast right now, this doesn't mean that you're coming in lifting 100 pound weights and getting jacked like the Hulk. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you can do five pounds for your curls and you can do 15 curls with the five pounds and it's burning you pretty good by the end of it, then that's your weight for now. And then we just slowly upgrade that as you go. Is it going to get you jacked? But no, but is it going to make you look better and you can see the cuts in your arms and stuff like that? Yes, it's going to get you more defined. That's the whole point. You want to get more muscle density. You want to get more muscle growth. And uh, that's what we're looking to do. In order to do that, we need to be hitting weights at least three times. And usually as we get through our program a little bit more, and if you're a more intermediate lifter, you're going to be doing probably four, maybe even five times a week where you're lifting weights. So that's just the basis of it, of progressive overloading. And if high intensity and resistance training Like, do we need to be at a high intensity every time we do resistance training to see muscle size and strength gains? No, you don't need to be at the highest intensity, but yes, we do need to work on progressively overloading our muscles. It's just a fact. We need resistance. Now, do you you say uh, a rest day is needed for someone that's trying to follow this path on a fitness journey? Like, uh, if I'm working out three to five times a week, is a rest day included in there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you're working out three to five times a a week, even for the most advanced lifters. So when you're first starting out, I usually do this for everybody. I usually say, why don't you just come Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll work you to the best of your ability. You get a day off in between, and then you get the weekend. So everybody that is coming in not only can enjoy their weekend, but can get a little break in between the day they killed it before. They feel good about it. They feel a little bit sore you know, in the muscles that we hit the day before. So they're going to really enjoy taking that break and they're going to enjoy that time off. 
now as they get better and they start seeing more results, they're going to want to come more, of course. So and that's where, they, where we implement four to five times a week. Now, once you get past that intermediate level and you're crushing it, some people even want to go six days a week where they're just crushing it. And uh, that's fine. But even for the best lifters, even for me, even for Roy, we need at least one day of full rest. Now, your rest day doesn't mean you have to sit on the couch like a couch potato and do nothing. Your rest day can consist of, you know, doing some kind of active recovery. You can walk. You can ride a bike. You could um, stretch, do some, you know, long-form stretching. Stretch for like 20, 30 minutes of uh, uh, static stretching where you're holding each stretch for at least 30 seconds. And that helps loosen up your body and make you feel recovered. You can do little recovery workouts that we do show at our gym from time to time so people understand what they are so they can do them at home. And it's basically just about creating mobility and flexibility in your body. So you're going to you know, move your hips around, move your shoulders around, and uh, work these different stability muscles that you usually wouldn't work. And what's funny, in these rest days and these active recovery days, is sometimes when you feel the best. Like, it's like the next day you wake up, you're like, wow, I really needed that. You know, I needed that active recovery. I needed to move my body around. I needed to create that mobility. These are the things that, you know, actually really help us and keep us, you know, long in the game. It keeps gives us longevity because, one, we're staying injury-free because we're actually moving our bodies around and we're stretching and we're doing the right things to give them a rest, the right things to make them feel you know, rested and not so tense because when we're lifting weights, of course, our muscles are going to get tense. So we're getting something to kind of slow that down and, and do the opposite of what we do, you know, throughout those three to five times a week where we're hitting our strength training. Awesome. All right, last question. Why should I incorporate low-impact workouts if I'm not an athlete or competing? Okay, so as I just mentioned, low-impact workouts could be anything like walking. It could be anything like mobility, flexibility. And obviously, that's huge for an athlete with, with uh, injuries, coming back from injuries, preventing injuries, and actually just making sure their body is moving the correct way when they're running sprints and doing the actual non-low-impact, you know, the impactful lifting, the, the plyometrics, the jumping, the sprinting. All that kind of stuff. It's always high intensity for an athlete. So it's very important for them to incorporate the low impact workouts. But for those who are not athletes, it's just as important. Just like I mentioned, it it makes us feel good for one. It releases the tension in our bodies. It can even reduce stress just for the simple fact that you're releasing tension in your body, in your muscles, in your neck, in your legs. Um all that, all that lower back pain could be released by doing some piriformis stretches for your butt. If nobody knows what that is, it's your butt. So, you know, everyone knows what their gluteus maximus is. The piriformis is the muscle right above that, and that's the muscle that, when it's really, really tight, it makes your lower back feel like it's going to explode. <laughs> so it makes it just like, wow, like my back's hurting so bad. It's the worst thing ever. So many people come to me and say that in the gym. We do the piriformis, a couple piriformis slash butt stretches on them, and boom, within two minutes' time, they feel amazing. And it's literally that easy. So these doing these low-impact workouts, and if you're only doing three to four times a week, I encourage you to do two low-impact workouts, two 
quote unquote recovery days and then actually rest one day because these recovery days are huge. And not only that, but they are still a workout. You can still work your core. Core, I encourage people to work every single day. You can still work your core and do the, these low impact recovery workouts in the same day because core activities, a lot of them are low impact. So we can do all these things and all these things lead to a healthier you, a better you, a you walking around in your daily life, in your job. And feeling good, not feeling like, man, my whole body hurts. I feel, you know, tight. I feel sore, sluggish, you know, the whole nine yards. This, these are the things that will actually help your body. Thank you. Uh, if anybody has any questions on um, high-intensity workouts, how much they should be doing them throughout the week, do not be scared to ask, Okay. We are always ready. These are literally questions that we get. Like, don't get me wrong. Me and Roy build it out, the podcast. You know, you got to have some ideas on what you want to do. But almost every single podcast we put out is because people are asking us these questions in our daily routine throughout the day. Someone we're training, someone who contacts us online through the DMs. These are literally based questions off of our clientele. So please, if you have questions, answer or we will answer them just ask them dm us on facebook instagram you know some of some of you got our numbers some of you got our personal facebook's just contact us we will be glad to answer it on a podcast if you have not followed this podcast don't leave the channel without following the podcast and of course subscribe to our youtube channel too there's a lot of cool questions that i answer on there every single week as well thank you all for tuning in again and until next time